Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to The Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long. With your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. We made it. Today is the first day of the 2021 NFL football season. Tonight, we will kick off the season with a matchup between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Super Bowl champions of 2020, versus the Dallas Cowboys. And in this podcast, we're going to be going over what to watch for in this opening game what we should keep our eyes on, because there are a few things. And then I'm also going to give you my picks for prize picks. Prize picks is back. They have a lot new, a lot of new ways to play. And I actually have my, uh, my, 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 my bet is it. It's locked. I did it two days ago because I saw some players. I was like, this is, I've easily taken the over on these three. Uh, but yeah, so, so the start of the season, let me pull up the uh, tab. We've got Tampa Bay versus Dallas. And I want to, when I'm watching this game, there are going to be a few things that I'm really keeping my eye on. Number one is Dak Prescott. What is his health? Is he fully back? Is he is he anywhere to what he was last year when he started the season? Because we all know that last year in 2020, he started off the season red hot against the Rams opening game. 17 fantasy points week two, 38 week three, 26 Week four, 36 fantasy points. He threw for over 500 yards, over 400 yards in three of those first four games. He was on fire before missing the rest of the season with a very bad injury. So I will be interested to see, is Dak playing at an elite level like he was last year? Now, this is not an easy task. This is his first game back from injury, and he's going against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a defense that the last time they were on the field, they shut down Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. They shut them down and won the Super Bowl. So if he can play at a, a good level, I will be fully confident in him. If we see, you know, 16 plus points from Dak Prescott, that is the target of I am, I'm, I'm, I'm back in on Dak being a great fantasy option. If he can put up 16 or more points against his Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, then I think he will be back this rest of the season. And I will be very interested in playing him against uh, favorable matchups coming up. But no, if you have Dak, you most likely are going to want to start him. But I, I don't know. I would look for other options in this week one game. Coming off the injury, going against Tampa Bay, one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, I'm not saying Dak will be bad, but I think there are better quarterback options this week in fantasy. Now, Tom Brady on the other side. Now, that's another thing we got to watch is Tom Brady has father time finally caught up with Brady. He started the season off pretty slow last year, but he got things together, obviously. Um, he's, I mean, he's been phenomenal for as long as I have been alive. So, is this the year that we see him come out here and kind of fall off the wagon? I don't think so. 
I think he will be lights out tonight. Incredibly efficient. Uh, I think they're going to want to make an emphasis that Brady is still an elite quarterback. Uh, Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown. I'm starting all three of those wide receivers. My actual favorite tonight would be Antonio Brown. I think he will have a very good game. I think Antonio Brown has a lot to prove to people that he's not just a, a, a depth piece behind Godwin and Evans. I think Antonio Brown has a lot left in the tank. We're seeing reports coming out saying he's as good as he was on Pittsburgh. And if Brady is still playing at a high level. Antonio Brown, there's no reason why he can't be the number one or two wide receiver on this team. No reason he has to be number three. Now, will there be at all this year a bona fide one, two, and three? Probably not. They'll probably all be great. That's how I'm looking at it. But Antonio Brown, some people might not be starting him this week because he was a later draft pick, but start him. I'm comfortable with Brown as my flex or I wouldn't play him in flex Thursday night football. You don't usually want to play someone in your flex. Um, Doesn't matter as much this week, unless you've got someone who's questionable, which is the only one questionable is like Austin Eckler right now. But uh, Antonio Brown flex wide receiver two option. Very happy with Godwin and Evans as well. I'm starting now on the Dallas side of the ball, CD lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, once again, starting all three, but the one that I think will have the best game and kind of flash that elite talent tonight is CD lamb. I think that he uh, will put up at least at least 15 points tonight. Uh, I could see a massive breakout game from CD Lamb tonight. But no, you're starting all three of those wide receivers. Michael Gallup, he's uh, the only one that that I would consider benching. It really depends on what your roster is looking like. It's not a favorable matchup against Tampa Bay, but he is startable. Um, but I really like Lamb, really like Cooper. Gallup, eh, eh. You can throw him in your flex or wide receiver three, however you play. Uh, but but he's he's my least favorite of those options out of all of out of all the six fantasy relevant receivers: Lamb, Cooper, Gallup, Godwin, Evans, Brown. Gallup is probably my least favorite. All righty, so that is kind of the the fantasy football outlook, the starts and sits. But another thing I'm looking for tonight is the backfields. How are these backfields playing out? If you remember last year, Ezekiel Elliott. He was pretty disappointing. It was not a great season for Zeke. He finished as the number 11 running back overall in standard leagues. The lowest finish uh, he's ever had. Um, He didn't crack 1,000 yards, only six touchdowns on the ground. It was a rough season. He was pretty inefficient, averaging only 4.01 yards per carry. A lot of people are done with Zeke. They think that he's passed his prime, and they think Tony Pollard is actually going to, or I've seen people say Tony Pollard is a better running back. Not going to say that their opinions are bad. I just very much disagree with those opinions. Um, So tonight, I want to watch if Zeke can come out and show us that he is the Zeke of old. Uh, You know, if he comes out and just kind of, oh, 50 yards, uh, 4.2 yards per carry, then, then I'll start saying maybe the Tony Pollard people are right. But if Zeke can come out 80 yards and a touchdown, another 15 through the air, I think he will prove a lot of people wrong. And that's actually what I'm expecting from Zeke. But I am interested to see how this backfield shakes out. Is Pollard more involved than he was last year? Also, people have to remember Zeke was great when Dak was playing as quarterback last year. Uh, Zeke actually had a very strong start to the season last year. Week one, he had 27 points. Week two, he had 20 points. Week three, 17 Week four, 19, even week five, he had 
23. And then as soon as Dak was gone, it fell. It fell apart. Six, 10 points, six points, eight points, eight points. Uh, it just fell apart. So with, with Dak back in this offense, I'm fully confident in Zeke. I think you should be too. But let's just see how this backfield shakes out. But that's that's my thoughts on it. And then also Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. <coughs> what is the, the timeshare going to be? And also Giovanni Bernard and Keyshawn Vaughn. There are a lot of good, capable running backs who will be involved, but who will be the main running back? It probably will be a hot hand approach, but who gets it out of the gates? Who gets it out of the gates? I'm expecting a, a big split from Fournette and Ronald Jones early on with Bernard uh, in on passing downs. But I think by the third quarter, it will be kind of, this is the main guy uh, if they're winning. Um, I think it will probably be Ronald Jones. I think Ronald Jones is a really good running back. I think a lot of people kind of kind of doubt him a lot. But I, yeah, if this is a backfield that I'm unsure about. And I think that Jones and Fournette are both risky to start. However, Dallas's defense was terrible last year. So I think you can start both in like a flex uh, flex position. I think most teams would have better running back ones and twos, hopefully. But there is a miss, a risk, because we don't know how this backfield will be split. We didn't really know last year, but especially this year after Fournette had such a phenomenal end to last year. It's going to be really interesting to see. My prediction myself, I think Ronald Jones is the main running back and Fournette is kind of a ground pound uh, complementary asset, but I don't think he's explosive as explosive at this point as Ronald Jones. Now, the fear that I have is that it's like a 50-50 split with Jones and Fournette on normal downs and then third down, Bernard comes out and takes all the PPR points. If that happens, this backfield is a fantasy wasteland and you should run away from it, which is why I personally don't own any Fournette or Jones or Bernard in any leagues is because that's a possibility. But let's see how this plays out. So those are the things that I am watching for tonight. And I want to also tell you about prize picks, the options that they have for playing this year. Last year, you could only bet on the total fantasy points for players during a game. And that was pretty tricky. But this year, there are actually a lot of new ways to play. So you can bet on not just fantasy points, but actual yards. For instance, Dak Prescott, over under 11.5 rushing yards. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, over under 54.5 rushing yards. Ronald Jones, over under 47 point rushing yards. You've got rushing yards. You've got passing yards. You've got receiving yards. You've got receptions. You can bet on pass completions. You can bet on rushing touchdowns, receiving touchdowns, interceptions. You can bet on all of that as well of, as playing fantasy score. So it's really, really exciting because there are more ways to make money and have fun watching the game. As always, I'm going to tell you what I am betting because I don't tell you all to download prize picks and then I don't bet. No, if we're in this, we're in this together. So right now I've got money on Ronald Jones going over one reception. I've got money on Ezekiel Jones going over 54.5 rushing yards. And I've got the over on CD Lamb going over 59.5 receiving yards. I selected the over on all three, and I'm doing the power play, which means that all, all three of them, if they're right, I get $60 for my $12 bet. Uh, so, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, Prize Picks, they've been a longtime sponsor of this page. They're an awesome fantasy football betting app. Go download Prize Picks. The link is in my bio, also in the App Store. 
And when you log in and sign up with your information, when you make that initial deposit, use promo code PROFIT, P-R-O-F-F-E-T. What happens is you will automatically get your initial deposit matched 100%. So if you put in 50 bucks, they're going to give you an extra 50 to play with today. And when that happens, you also get entered in a giveaway that I do automatically. Now, the giveaway item for this first part of the season is an autographed Jalen Hurts full-sized helmet. If you don't win that, there will be more giveaways. I'm planning about eight giveaways all across this season. Uh, So when you sign up, you're entered automatically for all the giveaways that I will ever do related to prize picks. So go download prize picks today to play. And now I want to also talk about some of the players that I think will have really good games week one. Kind of a a boom, uh, booms of the week. Jalen Hurts. He's got Atlanta. Enough said. Okay, we've got a quarterback who runs a lot, who has a much better receiving core this year, and he gets to start the season against the Atlanta Falcons, one of the most pitiful defenses in the NFL. Jalen Hurts is on my boom list for the quarterback position week one. 25 to 35 points is the range. Upside is about 35 points, but I see, uh, uh, you know, the floor is 25 points this week. I think Jalen Hurts will have a phenomenal week one against Atlanta. He is on the boom list. Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. No one is on the boom list. I don't feel super confident. It's not a good matchup for anyone. No one appears on the boom list. Now, who appears on the boom list with Carolina and the Jets playing? Terrace Marshall does. Terrace Marshall, I think, will have a breakout performance. 60 yards and a touchdown from the rookie receiver. I think that he will maybe not overtake DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson yet, but he will show enough flashes week one against the pitiful Jets defense that we say, holy smokes, Terrace Marshall might be the guy. Minnesota, Cincinnati. I've got a boom performance from Joe Mixon predicted. I think Joe Mixon starts the season off strong against Minnesota. Look, Joe Burrow, they're going to want to ease him back into this. They're going to rely a lot on Mixon and the short passes to Mixon. Uh, He's going to run a lot. He's going to receive a lot. And Minnesota's rush defense, not the best in the world. I think Joe Mixon... 18 plus fantasy points, my prediction for Joe Mixon. Justin Jefferson, another one in this matchup. I think Justin Jefferson starts off the season where he left off last year, the phenomenal rookie season. He had 1,400 yards. I think that Justin Jefferson comes out 100 yards and a touchdown against the Cincinnati secondary. He is on the boom list. San Francisco, Detroit. I got no clue. I got no clue. I don't even know if the running backs are healthy. We don't know who the quarterbacks are. I'm not making any any big predictions on that game. <laughs> a Jacksonville versus Houston. I think LaVisca Chenault has a massive game, and I think DJ Chark has a pretty good game as well. But Chenault, I think in the PPR leagues especially, will really shock people. I'm going to say 15 points for Chenault, 14 for DJ Chark. Not massive booms, but hey, if you have weighted on wide receivers in your drafts. Those two are easy starts against a terrible Houston defense. Moving on. We're rushing through these a little bit, but 
come on. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend hours when we've got another podcast to match up every week. Uh, we've got Jonathan Taylor. I think he has a great week one against Seattle. Uh, and I think Russell Wilson also has a phenomenal week one against Indianapolis. I think Russell Wilson throws for 350 yards and four touchdowns. Arizona and Tennessee. I think that A.J. Brown will have a massive game week one. I think that Rondale Moore will also have a really good week one in this matchup. Hopkins, Kirk, those are the main guys, A.J. Green, but Rondale Moore has the speed, has the talent, elusivity, that you get him five five passes, five targets, and he'll put up fantasy points. He's that talented. He's that fast. And in a matchup against Tennessee that I think he can win against his guy, I think Rondale Moore, if if you're in the need for some reason, you're a deeper league, Rondale Moore, or if you're playing DFS, Rondale Moore is a boom play this week. All righty, that is the first half of the boom predictions. And I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give all the rest because we're gonna pick up on Friday. I'm gonna go over the back half of my boom predictions as well as some more in-depth uh play. But I, I don't I can't really get too in-depth yet because we haven't seen any of these teams. So this is more just my week one initial thoughts. Um after this week, I'll be able to talk more about okay, this is what they did last week. Let's see if they can progress. Right now it's mostly booms busts. I can't dive deeply into any matchups because we just haven't seen anything. And that's so exciting. It's so much fun. Uh, as always, I want to thank the other sponsor of the show, Empire Fantasy Football, the new way to play the game. You draft your team with an auction budget. You draft this team. Uh, it doesn't matter if your friends get McCaffrey. You can also grab McCaffrey. It just has to be in your budget. And every week you go against everyone else who plays. So let's say there are 100,000 people. You play against all 100,000 people and you're ranked against them. If you're in the top half of the league, that's a win for that week. If you're not, you, you lose. You lost the week. But anyways, Empire Fantasy Football is one of the best ways to expand your, your fantasy football uh, a range of knowledge and test yourself against more people than just your friends or your coworkers or your family. If you want to learn more about Empire Fantasy Football, click the link that is in my bio. All right, everyone. Friday, we've got the back half of the Boom Players, and we'll have my sneaky starts and the kicker of the week from a special, special guest. So I will see you all on Friday. And thank goodness football is back.